new head coach of Oregon Duck Football. Welcome back. 1029750 the game. Judah Newby here with you. A little diamonds intro. Nothing like that. Shout out Kanye on a Friday morning. And from one great legend to another, we're going to bring on Mike Jorgensen to talk about Oregon Duck football in this hiring of Mario Cristobal. Good morning, Jorgie. Hey, Judah, you're stretching the, the legend thing. That's really uh, that's really reaching, okay? I just want to let you know that. Wait a second. I thought there was a – wasn't there a goat emoji on your Twitter profile, or was that just me? You are the greatest of all time, Jorgie. Come on. Yeah, right. How you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. It's good to talk to you again. And what a week. I mean, holy goodness. My goodness. Oh, the uh, the Taggart departure, the, the fallout from that, his legacy at Oregon – now, two and a half days later, we got a new head coach, and it's Mario Cristobal. Uh, what are you thinking right now, Jorgie? I mean, being so plugged into the program on a daily basis and seeing this team go 7-5 and five in Willie's first year with the Herbert injury and all the fallout from his departure, and now we've got a new head coach. What are, what are your thoughts? Well, I'll tell you, I, I'm excited. I, I like to hire a lot, and uh, I like Mario Cristobal a lot. I just think he he brings uh, uh, just such a presence with anything or, or anywhere he goes. Uh, there, there, to me, there's that it factor about him that he, he kind of carries with him, not only from the standpoint of the the strength of his coaching background and what he's done up to this point, but but his mentality, the toughness and the presence that he has, a very CEO type of presence and yet the way that he coaches uh, the young men that he coaches and the way he goes about it and some of the coaches that he has coached under and or with, you know, to me just really brings a tough, hard-nosed mentality to this program that it, 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 it needed, number one, and it needs to maintain, number two. Uh, but he's such a tremendous recruiter, too. That's the other thing behind it is there's uh, a lot of these student-athletes that are already here and a lot of them that are uh, considering University of Oregon have committed to Oregon and then have kind of backed out and maybe thinking about it again. He has a lot to do with it, and uh, I just really think it's a good choice uh, for now. I think it's great to keep the continuity as much as you possibly can with this program that's headed the right direction. And I think as you head to Las Vegas next week, that's exactly what you needed uh, to have these guys excited and not distracted as you take on Boise State. The fact that Tyrell Crosby posted on Twitter last night that he got over 70 signatures on a petition from his Duck teammates to make Mario Cristobal the full-time head coach. Uh, how do you think that speaks to Cristobal's um, personality and his popularity within the locker room and the fact that Tyrell Crosby isn't even going to be here next year and yet he was the one to kind of spearhead this effort? Just what do you think that says about Cristobal? Well, it just validates his presence on the team. It's more than just beyond an offensive line, you know, because that's the position he coaches and he's very involved with the offense. But, you know, to have that many players on the team, if you want to call it an endorsement, uh, you know, sign a petition to be able to say that's the guy we want, you know. I, I know Rob Mullins obviously is going to vet that process uh, and take that into consideration. It's not going to be obviously the, the, the final say-so. I don't think any athletic director can let the players dictate who the next head coach 
coach is. But at the same time, I think as you probably as he probably went through the process, uh, a far deeper process than we'll ever know. Um, it just felt like he was the right guy. I even think from the get go, and you know a lot of other names mentioned out there of tremendous coaches, and you know whether it be you know, Justin Wilcox down at Cal or uh, Kevin Sumlin or or you know some of the others that kind of got thrown out there, or even Coach Levitt uh, that's on the staff. He was one I think that everybody kind of earmarked, and the majority of the people that I even kind of spoke to said, you know, that that's the guy. That's the guy because he's just so well-rounded in what he does. He's got head coaching experience, and as I mentioned before, he's really played or really coached under some tremendous coaches at Miami and at Rutgers and at Alabama and, and just really has and knows what it takes to get it done. And, and I think... Oh, I, I'm not sure if uh, Mike is, is with us right now. We're going to go ahead and put him on hold and see if we can't get him again. Mike Jorgensen joining us here on 102.9750 The Game, uh, giving his thoughts on Mario Cristobal's hiring at the University of Oregon. Um, you know, I, I'm going to follow up with uh, Jorgie here in a little bit, but the fact that uh, Cristobal brings this certain characteristic of toughness how that has differed from Oregon coaches in the past. Look, if you're going to play, you know, college football at the D1 level, you're going to have to be tough. But every coach kind of stresses different things about his program. And and the fact that Cristobal comes in with such a a branding of toughness, uh, I'm eager to see how that might be epitomized with this football team. And Jorgie's back on the line with us right now. Jorgie, I just wanted to follow up uh, with you about Cristobal and and the fact that he he has such kind of a, a toughness about him in terms of his personality and his philosophy. Philosophy. Uh, how do you think that will make him stand out from from previous Oregon head coaches? Well, I mean, that's one of the things I, I'm glad you said that because I really like that about him. Uh, I think that uh, with the way that they've got this ship turned in, in the right direction again, uh, and it, it kind of starts in the trenches in that perception of toughness uh, starts in the trenches. And, and that's obviously what he brought to the table and brings to the table. And not that Oregon didn't bring that to the table from an offensive line standpoint before, because they did. They've always been near the leaders uh, in the Pac-12 conference and in the country and rushing offense, which has to have a little bit of a toughness that comes with it. But it wasn't always that way the last two or three years on defense in relation to rushing defense. And uh, now this team has a toughness. And I think when you have a head coach that has that mentality, and, and again, the respect that you get from that many players signing a petition, uh, obviously there's far more, more, more players if you have 70 that aren't just on offense but are on defense that like him too. Uh, that's the type of mentality. I just absolutely love about him, and uh, but again, he, he he has such a CEO presence about him too. He just comes in a room and, and exudes that presence, and uh, you know, a guy who's he's got his undergraduate degree and his master's degree, very well educated, very well spoken, very confident coach, and I think that confidence really has spilled onto the rest of the team. And again, like I said, I just think it's really important that you keep the continuity that they have going. Hopefully, to be able to recapture some of these guys that opened up their recruiting again, uh, that maybe they'll turn that back and go, you know what, that's the guy we wanted to see there, and they can keep that momentum going, and then take it into that Las Vegas Bowl. I don't think people realize how important it is to go down there and play well against a Boise State team that frankly has got to have their number a little bit, and uh, I think it's just really, really important that he brings that stability to it immediately, and I'm glad to see the hire. Yeah, that's a good point by you, Jorge, because you know, to me... 
maybe I'm discounting the importance of the, of the bowl game because of thoughts of the future and next season schedule and what have you, but is there any pressure on Crystal Ball to uh, lead the team to a solid performance and hopefully a victory in this Vegas bowl game? Because that's the only sample size that we're going to have of him as a head coach uh, for the media to talk about for the next six and a half, seven months. Is there yeah. any pressure on him to, to perform well in this game? Um, I, I don't necessarily think that it, it, it's pressure. I, mean, I don't think he's going to really feel any pressure. Um, but at the same time, I just think it's really important, you know, when you've got the, the, the ESPN game day crew doing number 25 against unranked Oregon, which seems kind of odd that you would have those guys there, but to have Fowler and Herb Street doing a game on ESPN of the Las Vegas Bowl, the first one to kind of kick everything off that has any type of name to it, you, there might be a few people watching. And I think there's going to be a few people tuning in to be able to see how he handles himself as the CEO now of the football team. Uh, pressure, I don't, I'd have a hard time maybe stretching it quite that far because he now is the head coach, and uh, it's a big game, and I think it's a really important game to get those guys to, to continue what they got started this year. I think to finish it versus uh, have being a little bit of a splash in the pan and put a whole bunch of points on the board and then go to a bowl game and fizzle. Um, you know, sometimes you got to have a down year like they had last year to go four and eight to really appreciate a Las Vegas Bowl, and, and I think that's what's neat about this team is they're really happy to be there. Happy to have him as a head coach and uh, pressure, no, but at the same time, it's a big game. What do you think this means for Jim Levitt, Jorgie? I mean, we all love Jim and, and what he has done in one season and the results he's produced on that Oregon defense and the stark improvement from 2016 to 2017, but we know that he wants to be a head coach again somewhere, someday, and with Willie Taggart leaving, I know there was a general uh, sense that, that Levitt would go with Willie Taggart to FSU, but that has not been official yet. With Cristobal getting the head coaching job in Eugene, what do you think that means for Jim Levitt? Yeah, that's a great question, and that's the million-dollar question, Jitta. You know, I think so many people, including myself, want to see him still part of the staff, and and uh, you know, and and hopefully uh, Coach Cristobal and and uh, Rob Mullins are able to you know go down that path to be able to keep him here. You know, the, nobody knows, nobody knows other than Jim Levitt what's going to lead next. Um, I think he'll have a great opportunity, continue to have a great opportunity, to really build something special here uh, that might lead to something else. You know, whether he goes on down to Florida State with Coach Taggart and his staff down there, um, you know, I'd love to be able to answer that question. I think that's the big question that you and I and everybody else has. And, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, obviously the staff has a great relationship and they really like each other. But uh, it's tough to know if, if one guy or two guys want to be a head coach and one guy is named, uh, does the other guy still want to be around, you know, doing that process? I sure hope so. Love the guy. Obviously, we've seen what he's done with that Oregon defense this year. It's been an amazing turnaround from a team that's one of the worst in the country uh, to a team that's in the upper half and in some categories the upper third or upper quarter uh, of all college teams this year. So uh, I sure hope he stays. I sure hope he wants to be here. I think he wants to be here, and we'll find out here, I'm sure, in the next couple of weeks, particularly post-Las Vegas Bowl, if that's going to be the case. I sure hope so. Georgie, can you recall a week that has been like this? I mean, you've been around the program for a long time. I mean, it's been so crazy. No. Yeah. No, no, I, I can't. It's just, it's, you know, to feel uh, as a fan, and I'll, I'll take the fan side of me first, to be 
really upset at the beginning of the week with how that process played out over the last three or four or five days. Uh, to to look at it this way and go, you know what, I feel really good about this. You know, to go from that down as a fan to that up as a fan, and then as, as a broadcaster and that type of deal to be able to look at it that that way somewhat too of of, of just the way the process kind of ended with Coach Taggart here, even though he, I think he did a great job of reversing the ship and getting it going in the right direction, he and his staff. I think we're finding out that he's a good coach and he's a good recruiter, but you got to surround yourself with some pretty stinking good people oftentimes to be successful. And I think that's what we'll find out here real quick is he, he assembled a pretty good staff, and Oregon's going to hopefully benefit from it with uh, Mario Cristobal being uh, that first one that's going to hopefully gather together uh, a new staff that is maybe made up of a lot of the same guys, maybe partial same guys, maybe some new blood brought into it. But uh, I think Coach Taggart did a good, 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 did a good job of assembling it, and uh, Oregon's going to benefit from it, particularly with uh, Coach Cristobal. Last thing for you, Georgie, as we let you go. I know we're still a week away from the Vegas Bowl happening, but uh, what kind of storylines do you see uh, about to unfold with this Boise State-Oregon matchup, uh, given that the Ducks do have their new head coach? Well, I, I think it's going to be a really, a really good game. Uh, you know, Boise State has played some tremendous defense all year long. Uh, they, they're not the high-scoring offense of Boise State teams in the past, but with Cedric Wilson and and, and a, a great tight end, and, and obviously Brett Rippon playing at the quarterback position, and, and Cozart, a guy that's more of a runner than a passer, uh, and a team that doesn't turn the ball over, doesn't turn the ball over. I mean, they're I think they're plus eleven or plus twelve in the turnover margin, which is tremendous and I think has led them to a lot of victories this year. I look for it to be a, a really, really good game. A passionate Boise State fan base that hates Oregon. I can tell you that from growing up over there because I still go back over there all the time wearing my green and yellow. I have people throw on my face that we've never beat them in football. They love it and they don't like Oregon and they, they, they I think covet the opportunity again to be able to take Oregon on in a, in a bowl game and they'll be fired up as they always are when they play a pack 12 team or a big five team now get many opportunities to do it almost took down washington state earlier in the season they're looking forward to this game and i'll tell you i think oregon really is looking forward to this game too so it might be a little bit of chippiness to go with it too who knows <laughs> i hope so and look hey it might have the espn a team of of uh, herb street and fowler but we all know what duck fans are going to do georgie they're going to turn on the game on espn and mute it and then get their radio put it next to them and listen to Jerry Allen and Mike Jorgensen on the call, right? That a boy, Judah. The checks <laughs> in the mail. I really appreciate it. So, yeah, I hope people do that. So, It's the GOAT. It's Mike Jorgensen. Mike, uh, thanks so much for taking the time. Appreciate it, and uh, have a good one. All right, Judah. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yep, that is Jorgie himself. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jorgie underscore Mike. I just called him Mike on his way out, and it felt weird. Felt wrong. It was on accident, I swear. But uh, always good to get Jorgie on.